What is going on? You are listening to Tags Podcast, aka Talk About Gay Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Steve V. This is episode 278, alongside Lincoln. How you doing, Lincoln? I'm doing well. Very, very well. Good to hear your voice. It's been a while. I'm glad I'm back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know I'm away. I come back uh, tomorrow, back to New York from the West Coast. So happy to be back. And in for Jeremy this week, he'll be back next week, is one and only Cody Maurice Doggett. How you doing, Cody? Hello, darling. I'm doing well. It's so good to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Happy um, Cinco de Julio, <laughs> as I like to call it. <laughs> um, what hey, did you, did it you guys? And Cody, you worked this weekend, correct? I did. I did. I want. I want so bad to have like an exciting story, but I worked, and then I was so exhausted that I just came home. Uh, my boyfriend had a an event to go to, so I just stayed in. I had all these invites to all these various places, Le Bain, and I was just like, uh, no, I can't do it. I am too <laughs> exhausted. I'm old man. I can't. I can't with this. So well, hardly old, but I'm kind of on the same boat. <laughs> kind of a family man this weekend with my mom, but you know, after 15 months of not seeing family, we had a cookout, a barbecue, met my mom's dog, and also it was really. I had I had intentions of going to Steamworks here in Berkeley this weekend, but Ooh. I just couldn't get it together. So my sex oh. is going to have to pick up back in the Big Apple, which it will, and I will have stories. <laughs> but on the other hand, Lincoln, I, starting off with Pride, can you just tell us, for people who don't know, we talked a little bit about it, Cody and I did on Tags Live, Madonna performed at the Boom Boom Room, surprised a lot of people. You were there, Lincoln. I was. It was awesome it was incredible your life so on the (laughs) thursday before pride madonna had been putting on instagram for less than a week that she was going to do something for pride and honey dijon would be djing and then she did hashtag boom so there was rumors about the limelight reopening and we thought maybe she would be there because it was a church and then when the hashtag boom happened, we said, maybe it's the boom, boom room. So Peter reached out to his friend at the door at the boom, boom room, which many other people did try to get in. And by the luck and the grace of timing and everything else, we literally got a 9.30 p.m. text. We threw on some leather. I grabbed a box of bakery. We ran down to the standard. The moment There were over 3,000 people down on the street wow. uh, trying wow. to get in. And it was just... Overloading to give people an idea for a venue that fits about how many? (laughs) I don't. It's so well. The Boom Boom Room itself, I think, is like three hundred at the most. Okay, maybe I don't know. I really say no more. Yeah, but but there is the other side of the standard, and there is the whole roof. And it was a really nice night. And when we talked to people throughout the night, they said they did not open the roof. So. The crowd that was on the street could not fit into those two rooms, but they were definitely trying. But we we walked up, we caught his eye, he pointed his finger, we walked over, we walked straight in, I handed security the box of bakery for him, we went into the elevator, hardly anyone else was in the elevator, we went straight up into the Boom Boom Room, there weren't a lot of people there, and it was an open bar. Wow. Wow. And we all saw what our, she performed. I know. Well. And it was so. The funny thing is, so 
then it started to get crowded and I'm not a pushy shovey person. And remember, yeah. we're still coming out of the pandemic and I haven't really been to a nightclub, but it's Madonna. Right. So that yeah. kind of went out the window. No checking of vaccines on the way in. Just FYI. Mm, okay. And um, we had a couple of drinks and then it started to get too crowded. So we went back towards the door and they closed the door and wouldn't let anyone else in. And okay. there were so many people on the other side of the door. And it was great because we were right at the door. And they would slow security would slowly open the door and then like Adam Lambert popped in. Oh Say my god. And then Al, uh, Anderson Cooper and Andy popped in. And so they were able to get certain people that they really wanted to be in there through security yeah. into the door. Celebrities. <laughs> exactly. And we were kind of like, hi, welcome. There's no photographers, but it's us. And that was kind of funny. And um she went on, she raised over a hundred thousand dollars for Ali Forney. Um, which was great. And yeah, she did yeah. that with Homelessness Zachary Pinto. Is that how you say his name? Pinto. I'm so Zachary. bad at that. He yeah, was there him. and he did like an auction with like an auction with her. She did a $20,000 selfie and then like two $10,000 selfies. And she performed hung up and I don't search. I find I was able to take some great pictures of her. There's a few on my Instagram. She was great. And then when she ended, we left and we, no pushing, no shoving, went to a little line, waited for two elevators, then went in and left. So we didn't see any of the hubbub. I know yeah. it was really frustrating for a lot of people, and you have crazy Madonna fans, and it's Pride, and uh, but we were really lucky. Apparently, she came back out and danced with people in the Boom Boom Room, but we were far gone by then. With new hair and all, yeah. <laughs> yeah, with new hair and all. I love it. She was her. really great. It was really fun. Oh, that's so awesome. What a way to kick off Pride. So amazing. Yeah, and then Saturday was Peter's birthday after Pride. He's a Pride baby. So we started dinner parties with a good friend of his, and Sunday we went to house parties. And then last night for 4th of July, we were at the last Battle Hymn before the summer break. Battle Hymn is a club in New York City that we love, and it's yeah. just got all the club mm-hmm. goers. And On 28th Kind of a Street. nice, yeah, kind of a great mismatch of muscle boys, twinks, um, club goers, everybody, Yeah, Kevin right? Aviance was there. great party. And so oh. was uh, uh, Kevin Aviance was there, and so was Amanda Lepore. She's always and a staple. They played Secret, so I danced my face off and lost my mind a little bit. And we... We thought, like I needed, like I've been saying on this show for how long, I just want to go out and dance for a few hours and let it all go. And after the precursor of Madonna, which we were just waiting for a show, we thought going up five blocks to dance and coming home is a good first time. Because if we're uncomfortable, we're just going to leave. But yeah, right, right. we had a great time. This getting home, though, at 3.45 in the morning is not easy to say <laughs> the least like oh, yeah, i had oh, yeah, 15 yeah, yeah. months off lincoln didn't you rest yeah. in that time <laughs> oh my well, god a little it's too much not easy, a little though. Too... it's no not it's not yeah. we well before we get club, in what's that and it was we went to q club and it was jam-packed that's a new bar on yeah Eighth i haven't been Avenue. there yet it's you like the it? new club in it. New York City, listeners, that um, I want to check out. It's three floors tall. It's backed by celebrities uh, from, oh, gosh, I think Zachary is one of them. Uh, oh, really? Cool. Yeah. I did and not see Lance, him there, unfortunately. Lance, Lance Bass, uh, another guy that was in The Boys in the Band, The Young Cowboy, is a backer in it. And it's like Queer's 
backing this new space, three floors that they're going to have cabaret clubbing. I'm, but you're the one that went, Cody. So how so there was many a, different a rooms, hot second review, and then we got to go. Okay, <laughs> move it on. It was fantastic. So many different rooms. So much good music. We didn't even know which room to stay in because all of the music was so amazing. So I highly re- recommend it. Awesome. I'm going when I come back uh, this weekend, I hope. <laughs> and speaking of dancing, uh, my little shout out that I danced to all weekend is my new favorite song. It's a remake by Kelly Rowland. Finally, um, yes. she does Cece Peniston's oh, wow. remix. It's on the Amorphous uh, EP out now. It's uh, Her music video was an homage for Pride and watch the video. It's really a lot of fun. But Cece Peniston is in it too, singing alongside Kelly. Um, so that's as awesome. well as Amorphous. So yeah, check that out. All right. Well, we have got to get into it here. And to start things off... <laughs> This is what not to do. You know how we always talk how we're always in favor of outdoor sex? Well, two naked old guys were arrested for a public tryst in Florida. And if you need further proof. (laughs) Well, if you were in Florida over the weekend, then perhaps it was. And these were two old guys. And I love, I say this with love, not with love, but because the article said this. But with the pandemic coming you know, hot vac summer, two nude old guys were arrested actually Wednesday evening after police spotted them having sex in public. And according to an arrest report, a a St. Petersburg cop caught Daniel McCleary, who's 60, and Donald Engstrom, 59, and they look much older in this picture, (laughs) entangled in sexual acts while completely naked and in public view. The duo was uh, collared around 1025 in the vicinity of a small park and after the pair was arrested Engstrom reportedly admitted that they were in fact having sex pictured above they have the two pictures and they look way older than they are why probably because they both uh, have convictions one has a DWI McCleary does extensive criminal history and convictions for battery resisting arrest burglary theft domestic battery i mean on and on and on it goes on um and they were also uh, under the influence too but um i know you guys like outdoor sex or i know you do cody but please, oh you know i do <laughs> As they do had I. To, yeah i mean of i don't course. know cody we talk so much about outdoor sex and at least how we all want to have it but to be completely naked, you like I think you need to show a little more discretion. What are your thoughts, Cody, on that? I don't know why the police had to squelch this delicious love story. I, all, all I heard was <laughs> Brokeback Mountain Part 2 out there. Oh! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 20 years later. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I think that uh, a certain amount of discretion should be taken when you have the outdoor sex um i think that you should find some bushes somewhere that's not too overt so that you can actually get your love making on and get it get it done you know yeah yeah i think you need to use a little more discretion i mean lincoln with miami and all the florida where it seems like they celebrate where was their... this though well this was in florida but in but where in florida St. But, like was it in a at oh. a beach, in a public restroom, in a parking lot, in a park, in a gas station, yeah, in I a believe park. in a park. 
Uh, okay. Just, yeah. Hmm. But I mean, completely naked. I, and entangled. I yeah, want to know the right. definition of what entangled meant. That's exciting. I want to see. I want to see the entanglement. Um, find a better place in the park. I mean, but if if the cops are in the park looking for this, then like it's a problem area. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Because that's the problem. And just so we all know, a little tip off: if you are having sex in public, a co- an undercover cop cannot show you his dick. So really? always make sure the guy that. that you're hooking up with shows you his dick first. And if he's oh not God. willing to do that, not willing to do that, pass. Hard pass, just in case. Because they you know cannot Lincoln, legally show you their dick at first. Lincoln dropping gems. I love that. <laughs> well, you know what, Lincoln? I love that. You know, we talk often, about gay sex, right? <laughs> we often get people saying, hey, I learned so much from tags. And I'm always thinking, oh, awesome. What did we say that I, I can't remember? <laughs> but, you know, we do. I'm joking. But that is such a great <laughs> so tip. The good one, right? There are a lot of undercover cops that go. But if you ask them to show them yours, show me yours first. Yep. <laughs> That's a great. Yeah, one? That's a great one. Listen up on that one. The other thing on these two guys, though, I mean, like I said, I'll show you. I'll put it up on Tags Podcast. Their mug shots, and they look like they've had a rough life, both of them. But beyond mm-hmm. all that, they both have these records, and so I kind of think if you have a record, you kind of don't give two f's, right, about a lot of stuff. So you're inhibitions might be a little bit lowered perhaps but i think most people listening will you know be a little bit more discretionary i hope so at least and well the one other thing i want to i want to say about it is um someone bill maher actually said how joe biden is quickly becoming the president of i'm too old for this shit because he's (laughs) in his 70s and like if in 10 years what he's trying to do doesn't work out hello he's probably not going to be here so I've kind Correct. of, since the pandemic and turning 50, um, I'm kind of, I'm too old for this shit too. So if I'm 60 and in Florida and I've been to jail for a few times and I'm not with anyone post-pandemic and I actually find someone in a park, leave me alone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. more to what Cody said, like, it sucks that it's illegal because it's in public and we don't want, you know, what about the children, all that right. argument, which is very thin to me. Because um, yes, I don't think they were on the swings doing this. I mean, exactly. hopefully you're in a part of the park that is more exclusive. And just be careful. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Okay, yeah. well, moving on. There's this great article that brought up uh, Graham Grimoire on Queerty is talking about power bottoms. And this time it's not just anonymous people. He's talking about Little Nas X plus eight other celebrities in our LGBTQ world who've opened up about their deep love of penetration. And so fresh off of Little Nas X's BET Awards last Sunday, and I feel he's becoming more and more my favorite artist these days on so many levels uh, because he's just so out there. And he responded to a follower on Twitter this week who asked the nerve whether he was a top or a bottom. Guess his his answer was power bottom. He smartly followed up that with a quote from the poet. Chim, uh, let me see if I can get this right. Ch- Shimamanda. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'll post this because I can't. Adichie, which he. <laughs> I know I can't say the middle name. I'm assuming it's an it's African okay. 
poet, which he not so subtly altered, swapping the word girls for bottoms. We teach our bottoms. So he essentially took this quote by this poet and then swapped out bottom for uh, girls for bottoms. So we teach our bottoms to shrink themselves, to make themselves smaller. We say to bottoms, you can have ambition, but not too much. You should aim to be successful, but not too successful. Otherwise, you sh- you would threaten the top. And I think it's really cool. And this Graham Grimoire went on to list Hazd Sliman, who's an actor, really hot. Uh, he came out as a total bottom in 2017 on a Facebook post. Fans around the world have thanked me for the way I came out and said I made them feel powerful, that I came out and said I'm a total bottom. Might turn off some executives, he said. I didn't care. Coming out made me a better actor, he said, and I do not regret it. I'm ready to break out and change the conversation and challenge the world that we live in. Tyler Posey, Posey, who I believe you like, Lincoln, because he was the Teen Wolf star, uh, turned oh. only fans model. Am I wrong about that, Lincoln? I don't know about that. I'm sorry. No. Teen no. Wolf. Maybe you know. I don't think it was me, but that's okay. Okay. I'm sure uh, he's so, <laughs> Yeah. Asked whether he'd ever had any sexual encounters with men, and Posey replied, I haven't had. I haven't had sex with a man. We've blown each other, you know what I mean? But never had sex. But that doesn't mean he's never dabbed in the back door shenanigans. Because later in that same Q&A, Posey revealed that he's actually a big fan of dildos and has been fucked with a strap-on before. And the article goes oh, on to list my. some other celebrities that uh, that I didn't know, but they all have either social media followings who have all admitted in some way, shape, or form to enjoying being bottoms and i don't know um cody what is your response to this because you know we talk so much we continuously talk about the evolution of people coming out being using terms like bisexual now not just having to say you're gay non-binary having more nfl the first nfl player come out that we just talked about um, with more examples like this, now we're hearing that people are fully admitted to being a power bottom. What are your thoughts to this? Are we really like growing and expanding people's minds? First and foremost, I want to say I thought that that quote was from Beyonce because she definitely <laughs> used that first. So, okay, well, she also borrowed <laughs> from the pre-production. <laughs> I, I, I am giving it to Beyonce. It's her quote okay. now. She, okay, <laughs> but um, I love it. I think that it's great. I think that more people should come out as bottoms. That would make my job a little bit easier as far as finding a bottom is concerned, and for us mm-hmm. all us tops out there, it would make our jobs that much easier. And I love it when someone is so open and outspoken about what they do and what they enjoy in bed. There's no shame in anything that we do as long as it's consensual and as long as, you know, you're having a good time. Totally agree. And Lincoln, what are your thoughts? Because it just seems... You know, when we were coming out, we would have never said that without being stigmatized, labeled, or people labeled you, but it wasn't always a good thing. So to hear these celebrities, it's kind of a big deal, or do you disagree? No, I think it's a big deal. I think it's great. I always, I'm not a label person to begin with. I get very, I don't don't believe there's a strict top and a strict bottom. It's a gray area. But if that's what you identify with and you want to shout from the rafters, 
go to town. You know what I mean? Like Cody said, it would make it a lot easier. But sometimes I think it's fun to flirt with the possibility of whatever they are in your mind and then find out what really happens when you're actually in the middle of it. Right? I, I, I don't know. Uh, I just don't go into a <laughs> Well, I don't. I, I, I'm going to actually share a story. I went to a, a someone's house party once and he was a bottom and he made it very clear that no one else could get fucked at this party but him. Wow. And he invited okay. 10 people there. And I have to say it was kind of annoying. Everybody left the party. Because I was like, well, this is fun. But after, <laughs> I, I understand this is going to be all about you, right? But at the same time, like if two other people wanted to do something on the side, what what's the harm? So again, I'm not big on the label where this is the only thing that's going to happen right now. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. The I, label part, I understand. I, oh, go ahead, Cody. I was going to say, I've definitely been in the position where I've met someone and it hasn't been as clearly defined whether or not they were a top or a bottom. And then when we got home, it was like, okay, you rolled over. Okay, uh, 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 no, I've actually dated somebody for a prolonged period of time. <laughs> and both of us were tops. And we just didn't have any anal sex. We All we did was blow each other. And it wasn't as gratifying as I would have liked it I to be. I get that. I get so, that. I see what you're saying. I really don't like labels myself, but if it helps to ease things along, if it helps to make the bedroom experience that much easier, then I, I see the use for them. You know what I'm yes. saying? And I have said for many, many years, two tops don't make an outfit. Ooh. <laughs> That's really great. So I do get the point. Coming out with all the terms today. <laughs> I know, right? I got a few weeks be... off. Apparently we're warmed up. Stay up till 3.30 next weekend. <laughs> I love it. Um, you know what? To your So, okay, I agree with you, Lincoln, about the labels concept. Because just last week, Cody and I were on Tags Live. We're talking about non-binary and people coming out as non-binary, not really identifying with just one gender and labeling themselves of, of either male or female because of the limiting effects that either one of those have and because of the power it gives other people. And I said on that show that if I thought about it a little bit more, and I still can, I would actually come out as non-binary like they. I would change, actually, and I still might. But which has to do with the label thing that you're talking about. In this particular situation, I think for so long, and we've talked so much about it on this show, of people negatively calling, I think in our TV pilot that we shot, Jeremy was talking about, you know, bottoms and and label, shame, bottom shaming, I think is what we were talking about. Right. And when it comes <clears throat> to that, or when you're not out and people, you know, remember the old term fudge packer and all that? Not really, not yeah. a great term at all. And it was always really identifying people if you were ever as the lady or your legs are always in the air and there had such bad nasty connotations to it and i know the people that were sharing these thoughts about it were not coming at it from a positive spot so when they asked little nas x and when a lot of these people and i'll post this on tags podcast come out and say power bottom i think they're probably pushing the needle a little bit whether they are totally power bottoms they're actually trying to make a statement too, and I'm all for it here. I'm I'm coming out as power bottom myself here, <laughs> and owning it. <laughs> Yay! And preach, yeah, right. Preach, preach. I am just as I know. Glitter I so everywhere. 
Yes, I know. <laughs> but <laughs> but um but I think I hear where they're coming from. I think it's changing an age age old argument that really bottom shamed and whether or not little Nas is serious about that or somewhere on the spectrum it's kind of putting like using the queer right kind of right. Like middle finger sort yeah. of yeah and i'm kind of all for that and i think to see these new celebrities and singers that are it's just gives it just brings a major smile to my face just because i'm so it's so refreshing. I don't know. I just can't say enough about it. <clears throat> I agree. I th- no. I think that we should hold our bottoms to the highest standard. It is not easy to take a dick. I will tell you that much. That's why I only do it like once a year. <laughs> so <laughs> I think we should hold them all the way up, put them on the pedestal because they deserve all the praise. And praise to you, Power Bottom. Yay. Absolutely. Well, let's let's switch gears here. As we always tell people, we love to give sex and relationship advice. And you can DM us on our Instagram at Tags Podcast, and we'll do our best to give you solicited or unsolicited advice. And this week, it comes from a guy who heard Cody, you and I talking last week. Um, oh. He said, hey, Steve. Hey, Cody, I heard your last show. Thank you for bringing up bisexuality. As a bi man, he says, I felt seen and visible. Thank you. So that's awesome. Aww. He wishes us pride, happy pride. And he would like, I guess, as a new bisexual or in general, I don't know if it's new or not, advice on dating guys, when to start that first cuddle, kiss, hand hold, holding, etc. And I think I'll start with you on this one, Cody, because you're in a relatively new relationship. And I don't know, is there a distinction? We just celebrated Um, six months. Okay, not that new. Wow. Um, (laughs) Can you remember six months ago when you... When it's if someone's not new to this or just wondering, like, when do you start all that? Do you have any advice or can you hearken back six months ago? I can't remember yesterday, first and foremost. (laughs) 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 But if I was thinking back, I would say that whenever it feels comfortable, I have been in relationships where it felt comfortable three week three dates into a relationship and i've been in the relationship that i'm in now we slept together on the very first date and it felt amazing i knew from the first 10 minutes that we met and we spoke that this was somebody that i had a connection with and that i wanted to have all the sexual relations with (laughs) so whenever it feels comfortable there's no time or experience that is is that are two are both the same so you know what i'm for i'm for what you're saying and i think for so many of us gay men sex is so easy on that first date we just do it it's we do it before we handshake even Uh um and i love that and i'm all for it a lot of my straight allies are always jealous of that fact about us um it's kind of sounds like he might be asking about the intimacies so that cuddling and the hand holding do you remember those moments because that can be a lot more intimate I cuddle and handhold very early. I feel like I cuddle and handhold. We cuddled the very first night. I feel like when you cuddle with someone, it is you get a sense of who they are and how affectionate they can be. So I did that the very first night with my boyfriend now. Handholding, I want to say we didn't start handholding until week two. 
I think that Ooh. that is a, a good out gauge. there because, well, when you're it's it's like a defining moment. You're out in public and you're holding this hand his hand. So it's you're saying to the world, this is who I'm with. This is the person that I'm <clears> with. So I, I don't know. I feel like I was ready to I wasn't ready to tell everybody that this is somebody that I cared about until after week two. I hear you. I hear you. Um, Lincoln, what are your thoughts on this? Because hand, the hand-holding thing is really intimate. It's really public displays of affection. And it, for me, that's a biggie to show someone early on. What's your advice to this guy who's wanting it to It completely advice? depends on the two people, and it completely depends on how many the relationships they've had and what their relationship experience has been. Because mm. I've, I've been in relationships since my late 20s, and when I met Peter, there were certain things I really held back on because I wanted to savor the moment. I wasn't playing games. I just wanted to be like, hey, if I'm going to do this at 49 years old and I don't want to keep going in and out of relationships and this feels really right. So certain things I took my time with and other things we did quicker. You know, Peter was definitely, I think on our second date, he's like, just to get it out of the way, I like to have sex quickly because if we're not a match there, then there's no reason for us to keep dating. And I was like, oh, <laughs> well, there you go. So, and that was respectable and worked perfectly for us. You know what I mean? I also Absolutely. waited a couple months, uh, yeah, like three to six months for the, to say I love you the first time. And I said it to him Ooh, in one of my favorite places in the Eagle, at the Eagle on the rooftop. We were in the corner. I was like, you know, this is like my Sunday home place. I know that corner. It was like, yeah, you know that corner. <laughs> Randy's old corner. And it was like no one was there, and it was a perfect moment. And now every time we go to the Eagle and are there, sometimes when we're in that area, we're like, hey, it's the I love you space, which I like. I like, like making it Aww. special and not just having it fly through you know what i mean and, yeah. and even in, in my past relationships i can almost tell you every place that i first said i love you throughout new york city and i never doubled up <laughs> i never wow. went oh this was a good <laughs> one let's try it again like no they were all new and fresh <laughs> i know i've thrown away too many i love you cards one too many times i'm running out of wow. cards in my deck but <laughs> i don't think I'm buying ever, your deck though yeah I, I don't think you could ever say i love you enough to anyone Especially nowadays, but that first time I for that first agree. person, I get it, you know. You know, in terms so, of the kissing thing, I have to say, um, I say kiss as much and early on because knowing how somebody kisses, it's a big deal. And mm -hmm. it could be a deal breaker for me. And for, I know for a lot of people, it's the same thing the sex could be great and they would just become move into the F buddy situation. But for me, kissing is so magical and everything tingly and all those great hot and you can kiss romantically. You can kiss during hot sex and then everything in between. And so that one, I would go ahead and kiss early on to get that out of the way and to really get that. The cuddling, I have to say recently I was on a date. I may have shared this with on the show, but we were so, we didn't over drink, but we certainly had had enough cocktails that, that to me and this guy that I had met. And, you know, it was maybe one too many where we weren't as hard as we wanted to be. And so we just went back to his place because we both mutually agreed we wanted to. 
and had, you know, we felt each other up and did all those things, but it was a lot of cuddling. And in both of us the next morning were commenting on how much we loved that and how hot that was even. And then we were, you know, the next time we would get together and have real hot sex with less cocktails. <laughs> and then the, <laughs> lastly on the hand holding, I think it's a case by case. Uh, you have to really that may for me take a little bit longer to read somebody because it also has to do with outwardly, you know, public displays of affection, PDA. And you have to know where your this person stands on that. I mean, if you're, you know, you just kind of have to know the person a little bit sometimes because the last thing you want to do is re put your hand out and have it be rejected. So I think that's like maybe a little bit longer down the road because you want to read your partner and know where they stand and you might not like where they stand on that. So, but that takes a minute to figure that out. Cody, were you going to say something else? I was going to say that the kissing thing is really, really important because to get that out of the way first, like you said, because I've had men try to swallow my entire face and they got me <laughs> really, really quickly. So I agree with you wholeheartedly. But if you wait longer, then that's a teaching opportunity that oh, can no, be really hot. Oh. <laughs> no, oh, no, oh, no, I no. think it can be. You can't teach people how to kiss. I'm sorry. I have to. Oh, you don't think so? Oh, I, I tried no, no. Lincoln. So I tried once before I was somebody who was using a, their tongue like a sword piercing it at me. Oh, my goodness. And it was I, I said, no, you have to kind of and I just thought, this is a grown-ass man who, I mean, right. I, at this point, I, you know, I'll teach a <laughs> class on it gladly and do it all in my TED Talk someday. But I don't know that I really want to be teaching my partner that. I feel like it's kind of like riding a bike or you just kind of, it's moving your head. Well, it's a, it's a kissing match. He just didn't yes. kiss the way you kiss. Someone else and might kiss him and think it's the hottest thing ever. I think that's True. part of it. You have you can teach your partner how you like to be kissed. Exactly. But I, you that's can't what I meant. teach your partner how to kiss. If they don't have the basis down for you, then <laughs> throw them up, throw them to the for garbage. You. I say. That's the key. <laughs> oh, the, the I still think there's some bad kissers out there. No, <laughs> but it's just not for you. That's all. Um, the other note, I, the other thing I wanted to say, not to beat a dead horse, but the hand holding thing. I think it depends. Beat it. Beat on it. Where you are. Say it again. The difference between holding hands in a dark movie theater, which is usually where I first hold a date's hand, right? Yeah, or holding advice. their hand walking up 8th Avenue and seeing the world that you live in and who you know kind of declaring that you're boyfriends. Those are two very different hand-holding situations. So Discreetly in a movie theater, I love. More good advice from Lincoln. I love that. Or under the, a table while eating or something like that. More also discreet. love, indoors. Um, the other, t the one time I know that I wasn't right for this person or they weren't right for me was when they did pull that in the middle of the day in a gay neighborhood holding my hand and I saw somebody I knew and I like pulled it away and I felt so No, bad. you did not. I did. I did. I'm sorry. We're not together anymore. I saved him some time. Crucify me later. <laughs> but I knew, okay, that's a bad sign. I knew from by my by my actions. I was like, okay, if you're yeah. gonna yank your hand, I knew I was it was more had to do with I was thinking that my these acquaintances were gonna be like, Oh, who's your new boy? And we weren't yeah. there yet. But I also knew I didn't need to like rip it away so harshly. <laughs> but yeah, so buff. Mm -hmm. So the, the hand holding, I hope that helps um, some of this advice, but feel free to uh, email me back. And if you have a sex conundry or want some 
relationship advice, you can DM us at Tags Podcast on Instagram, at Tags Podcast on Instagram. All right. Well, lastly, um, there's Naked Sword. You guys know the company, the porn studio? Yes. I think I may have heard of them before. I think you may have too. I saw it in your collection when I was over there. Naked Sword Originals. It's an, uh, on Friday. Debuted a new DVD. Oh, we're still doing DVDs. I love it. Called Everybody. It's, it's spelled like everybody, but every capital B O D Y, which is like nothing they have released to date. And Naked Sword invites fans to step off the ledge of what they consider normal gay porn and into a space where every physique, every pronoun, and every body is welcome and celebrated. Experience the sexual appetite of eight distinct performers sharing their bodies and unapologetically fulfilling their desire. And everybody mirrors real-life attractions that range from different body types, which porn can often overlook. Breaking the mold of your typical gay porn release, everybody showcases how people discover what gets them off sexually through their bodies at different stages of their lives, how their appearance, shape, and looks affect their sexuality through their life. And if you just look at it, director Mark McNamara really did a good job of doing these scenes. And I watched uh, one of them because there was a clip online. I didn't realize I was watching it at the time, but it was really hot. It was like a a hairier kind of bear and and another guy uh, with a different a larger physique and it was really hot and then when he does the director is then have them on the couch in a separate unrelated scene discussing kind of their what they liked about it there's a trans woman in there who pounds another guy in there and she's gorgeous uh, there's all kinds of shapes and sizes i don't know uh, cody when you heard about this did you think it was refreshing what were your thoughts when you heard about this I love this. There's not enough different body types in porn as it is. So I think that this is so wonderful and it's so inclusive and it just shows more real life sex, which I am all the way here for. And it gives it allows people to be able to express and and what's the word I'm looking for? I think it is to explore their sexuality in a different way with through porn. And I think that that's amazing. I agree. I mean, yeah, Lincoln, what were your thoughts when you heard about this? Because we all love porn, but this is really everybody. Yeah, I I completely double up on everything that Cody said. I think it makes lets people expand their rubber band, like stretch out their rubber band of what their taste is and what they think is hot. And if they see something on there that's not hot, they're just going to click through to something else. It's more is more. You know what I mean? I think that's what x-tube and all that when they originally started were all about that amateur and only porn. Fans every too. and only exactly and only fans that it's everybody every shape because when you get down to it that's all we are our bodies dicks butts faces right so why yeah. not include everyone i love it i love it too because is you i love it you always said the rubber band you've said that a few different times yeah. about you can over consume or watch porn and then it doesn't and go back yeah and <laughs> even just being on my vacation at my family's house i've had to use my imagination more because i don't want to be putting on that video in my where i grew up <laughs> as i'm in my childhood bedroom right now as we record this um using my imagination and i did that the other day and it was like hot and i realized oh that's right i can conjure up images or experiences i've had with people and it doesn't always have to be traditional i'm using air quotes porn and 
to see as we are just really celebrating inclusivity and ever and belonging, as I like to call it. I think that this is really representative of who we are, and I commend uh, uh, Naked Sword for coming out with something like this. I mean, it's I just love it all. I just think it's it's real people, real bodies, real sex, and more representative, and it's only going to just be a great example for all of us. So, and I and I also hope that no matter what the response is, that people keep doing it. Oh, that's yeah, right. Like, this isn't just a one-off, right? Yeah, like, because, yeah. you know, we all, people complain and whine all the time how it's perfect bodies and perfect porn and perfect blah, blah, blah. Well, the reason they keep producing that is because it gets so many views. Right. Right? So, but just because it's not getting as many views doesn't mean that the people who are viewing it don't appreciate it any less. So I hope they keep putting it out there and it's not just about the response or the dollar. That's right. really respond. You know, it's more responsible than money making in a way, or more inclusive and more visionary than just the bottom line. Yeah, and you said something, Cody. Just like OnlyFans is is kind of an example of that, where you get all kinds of different people creating content, and at the end of the day, that's the word content, right? Providers, and I think it's allowing more people, different people, to create. Only fans accounts or just for fans or whatever one you use, which is also helping this argument that we're talking about. So. Oh, yeah. I just saw Raheem Shabazz having sex with a heavier set person in his OnlyFans. And I was like, good for him. And the, it was very, very hot. And I I should probably subscribe and, and support him because I think he's doing the right thing. Nice. Well, you, you would say his name again and maybe more people will. Raheem Shabazz? Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Yeah, well, you just yeah. shouted out to him, so hopefully people yes, will join you as amazing. well. Yeah, he's amazing. He's so sexy. I'll send you a picture. <laughs> Please, I'll post it on Tag's podcast. Send it to me too. Okay, thank you. Well, thanks, guys. I want to thank you for playing. This is always so much fun. I want to thank our special guest. You can catch him every Wednesday on Tags Live alongside myself on the vocal, vokl.com platform. Get vocal platform. They're switching over to vocal. And you can find out information on that by going to Tags Podcast. Thanks, Cody Maurice Doggett. Follow thank him you, at Mista Maurice, M-I-S-T-A-H Maurice, or at his uh, KMD coaching at KMD coaching for his life coaching. Lincoln, as always, thank you so much. Thank you for the juicy stories and all the. There's, I need to get. I'm going to write those uh, notes on Tank's podcast, <laughs> I uh, love especially that. about naked, uh, naked having sex outdoors for yep. sure. Um, follow him at Mad Lincoln at Mad Lincoln or on the Protein Bakery at Protein Bakery. This has been so much fun. Follow us at Tags Podcast. Um, thanks, guys. So much fun. Talk to you thanks, soon. Steve. Yeah. Talk to you and soon. Then, see, actually, it, see you on Wednesday. See you on Wednesday. In the meantime, continue having hot gay, gay sex. sex. Thank you. Yes. Yeah.